Welcome to the Live a Vibrant Life podcast with Life Coach Kelly Tibbetts. Each week, I will share tools that equip and encourage you to create a life where you are healthy in every season. Let's get started. Well, hey friends, I'm so excited to be here today and share with you one of my favorite tools that is in the Kelly Tibbetts Life Coaching Toolbox. It comes from the Serenity Prayer. Lord, grant me the serenity, the peace to accept the things that I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I think it's one of the most powerful things that happens when we work with Life Coach because sometimes it's hard to notice our own human brain. And so if you are in front of a piece of paper, it might help you to just make two boxes. Box number one is your box. It's your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. You are 100% in charge of those three things. And we often need courage to think new thoughts, feel new feelings, do new things, or say no to something that we've been doing for a long time. The other box is the accept. Lord, give me the strength, the peace to accept things that I can't change. And that's most of life. What everybody else is thinking, what they're feeling, what they want to do, what they don't want to do, what the weather's like. All of that requires the peace to know that it's not ours to do. That's what I want to talk about today. Um, Accepting what is ours to accept and growing in courage to be able to say the yeses and nos that we need to. So take a moment and think about the things just in your past week that have taken your energy. Have any of those things been in someone else's box? What do I mean by that? Have you given any time to trying to change what your children are thinking, what your husband wants to do, what your friend keeps doing that you wish she would stop doing? See, we take this energy that really is enough for our own lives, and we always try, not all of us, but those of us like me that tend to be a little bit more on the codependency, people-pleasing side, we take a lot of our energy and try to help other people think different things, feel different things, do different things, or stop doing things that we think they should stop doing. And so my encouragement today is to find a place where you can just sit down and notice, hey, what am I currently thinking? What am I feeling? What do I want to do? What do I want to stop doing? And once you notice that, you get to decide, what do I want to give my energy to? Do I want to keep giving my energy over here to the things that are not mine? Or am I ready to accept the things that I cannot change? And so most of the time when you're coaching with me, we'll start with just writing those two words at the top of a piece of paper, accept encourage. I was a pastor for about two decades. Um, I remember being in second grade and making my first communion in the city of Lowell at St. Peter's Church. And I'm so thankful that for most of my life, at least the part of my life I can remember, the song that I sang on my first communion just resonates with me. Oh, how I love Jesus because he first loves me. And so I think one of the most important things we accept is that we are loved. That's who we are. I apologize on behalf of anybody who has told you anything different. Who you really are is 100% loved, 100% valuable. Nothing more is needed. One of my favorite pastors says it this way, I am God's favorite and so is everyone else. So your first step in growing in self-awareness and growing in the courage to create the life that is vibrant and reflects the goals and the results that you want might be just to spend some time on a new thought, accepting the fact that you are 100% valuable and 100% loved. And I hope you have a community around you that reminds you of that. And if you don't currently, please join me in my coaching circle. I have made it incredibly affordable 
so that we can have a community of people who are just cheering each other on. There are so many statistics out there about how important it is to have those five people on your side that are encouraging you and equipping you. So that's the first thing I say we need to accept. You are 100% loved, 100% valuable. You are good. The next thing we need to accept is that we don't have any authority at all on the circumstances of life. Some of us tend to look backwards and say, oh, I just wish this or that has been different. Wish it wouldn't rain on Saturday. I wish it was sunnier. I wish this person would call me. I wish this person would stop calling me. All of those things are outside of our box. Other people get to think and feel and do whatever they wish. And so that might be your first step today is accepting that other people's thoughts and feelings and actions and results are just not in your box. There's no agency there. So letting them be. And I am not saying this is easy. It is one of the hardest, hardest things in managing my own mind. I have three amazing, incredible adult daughters. I have a family that I love. I have friends that I love. I have this company that I'm trying to build. And so much of what I would like to see in the world is not mine. It's not my thought. It's not my feeling. It's not my action. And so learning to accept and live in peace is part of why I've had a life coach for many years, learning how to manage my own mind that wants to tell me that the best thing for me to do is take my energy and worry about this person or try to move that person's energy. Accepting that they get to keep it returns so much of our energy back to us. So Lord, help me accept the things I cannot change. The next thing, but give me the courage and the strength to change the things I can. Your thoughts create your feelings and courage, bravery, strength. They all come from our thoughts. And you might not think it yet, but we talk a lot in our coaching circles about ladder thoughts. So maybe the thought you want to have is, I can run a 5K. And right now, when you say it out loud, your whole body laughs. Sometimes we have to start with a ladder thought. It's possible that I can run a 5K. It's possible that I can finish that course and complete that degree, create that thing that's important to me. It's possible. And so the courage to try new things that are possible, it takes some energy. It takes really intentional thought work to notice the thought that we need to be keeping on repeat and to be thinking it. And if we don't supervise our own brain, our brain has been created to do one thing, keep us alive. And so it does that by keeping old thoughts on repeat. And so noticing your thoughts and deciding if they're the ones you want to keep is so, so important. We also have the courage to decide if the feelings that we're feeling in our body are not serving us. We still need to allow them. We still need to notice them. If I have a thought in the middle of the day that creates some worry in my body, I can't pretend I'm not worrying. I need to allow it and process it and then create a new thought that helps me move towards the feelings I want. And then finally, I need to have the courage to decide the goals in my own life and then find those small practice steps that create those results. And when the practice step doesn't work, doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. So many of the coaches that have invested in me share things like, if I knew three years from now this would work, what would I do differently? I think back to raising children, you know, I didn't know what I was doing 28 years ago now (laughs) when I started um, being a mom to my first daughter. If I had known what the result was going to be 28 years later, I'd have a lot more confidence at the beginning. But we don't have that ability. We need courage to think new thoughts and feel new feelings. 
one of the most important things we need courage for is the ability to be people who are self-aware, to look in the mirror, use the tools that we have at our access. I'm coaching people right now in the Enneagram and the Working Genius. I'm certified in it, but I also have friends who are certified in the DISC and in Strength Finders. Helping yourself be clear on what your strengths and weaknesses are takes courage, but it changes everything. Self-awareness changes everything. I would have been a different mom, a different wife, a different leader if I knew 20, 25 years ago the things I know now. Because I'm not judging myself. This is who I am. I'm heart-centered. I'm compliant in my energy. I am present focused. Those are all really important things for me to know. Now, it doesn't give me justification to not try and do new things. It actually makes me more open and receptive to partnering with other people. And one of the biggest gifts of the Enneagram is being able to name what your core motivation is. There's these different ways of thinking and feeling, and some of us are motivated by things that don't motivate other people. Knowing what your greatest core fear, core weakness, core strengths are, it's life-changing. And so having the courage to look at those things and decide that you're going to do your work to get the therapy you need and the coaching you need to become the healthiest version of you, it takes courage. But I think it's important. And then finally, the last part of the serenity prayer says the wisdom to know the difference. I think coaching and books and classes and community help us all grow in wisdom. I personally use the Life Coach School model. I went to the Life Coach School for 13 months to learn the process of understanding that my thoughts were creating my feelings. And I notice my feelings. They drive a lot of my behavior. And until I found coaching, I wrongly thought the people around me, the weather, what was happening at work, that those circumstances were creating my feelings. But it was my thought about those circumstances that creates my feelings. And the same thing is true for you. Understanding what you're thinking and how it impacts your feelings, and that your feelings are driving your behaviors. If you decide, like most people do, in January of the new year, hey, I'm committed to getting healthy. And then you let that thought get by, you know, it gets lost along the way as life returns to the busyness of the after Christmas holiday, you might start thinking instead, I'm too busy to take care of my health. And that thought is so different from I'm committed to taking care of my health. Those different thoughts create different feelings, create different actions. So the wisdom to know what you're thinking, what you're feeling, is it helping you? Is it moving you towards the results you want? I also have a really great system to help you understand that your energy has limits, but you get to decide how to invest your energy. We make a budget for your energy the same way you make a budget for your money. But we need wisdom to learn about our emotional, mental, physical, spiritual health, understand our own energy patterns, how we're going to invest our energy. Tools like the Enneagram and the Working Genius can really give us wisdom, some clarity about the way that we think and feel and do life. And so accepting the things that you cannot change, it's simple but not easy. You're going to have a lot of feelings that need to be processed. And if no one's ever taught you what feelings are, you're not alone. I did not know this until I went to the life coach school. We use the word feeling all the time. It's, as I said, the center of intelligence I use the most. But no one explained that a feeling is a vibration in your body created by a thought. So if the thought is, oh my goodness, a bear is in my driveway and it's coming towards me, that thought probably creates fear. And that fear and that adrenaline is so good for us because it'll help us make a wise decision. Maybe we have to run. Maybe we have to stand still and drop small, use the phone. But sometimes we have a thought that's not serving us and it creates a feeling that is keeping us from moving forward. 
And if we don't notice the thought and we don't notice the feeling, we may not notice the actions that we're taking or not taking. If I can summarize why I think everyone needs a life coach, it's that our brains need to be noticed. We need to notice the thoughts. I kind of think of my own brain like watching a news station and how like thousands of words just fly by and it's impossible to read them all and listen to the person who's speaking. That's the truth for most of us. We're just thinking thoughts. Most of them are on repeat that we don't even notice. And not all of them are serving us. Those thoughts are creating the feelings that either move us towards or away from where we want to go. And those feelings are keeping us from doing the actions we want by buffering, by eating and going on to the phone. That's the one I struggle with is just scrolling through the phone. Maybe it's getting you to shop a lot. Noticing what actions you're taking and deciding, yeah, these are the ones I want to take. They're changing my life. I'm so thankful for them. I'll tell you that learning to be a life coach If nothing else comes of it, it has helped me understand my own human brain, my feelings, the way to do stuff when I don't want to do it, to find that committed thought and to practice doing things over and over again, because it's not always easy learning how to do new things. But I think it's part of what keeps us young and vibrant is to keep learning new things, right? The easy thing as we get older is to just keep doing things the way we've always done them. I've even found myself struggling sometimes to go and do something that I know is going to be really fun. I had a chance to do an in-person retreat this winter, and my natural on-repeat thought was, let's just stay home. It's cold. You have to pack and drive somewhere. You don't drive a lot. And I had to speak over those thoughts and have the courage to say, I want to do these things that are a little hard because it's important to me. So if you were to notice today what's important to you, Notice if what you want is in your box. If you're noticing, I want my husband to A, B, C, D. I want my children. I want my boss. I want my coworker. I want my friend to do something. That is not where our energy should be because we don't have any authority over there. They get to keep every thought, every feeling, every action. That's the great news of being a human. We're in charge of our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. Take the energy that's been going out and trying to move other people's thoughts, feelings, and actions and turn it back on you. What do you want? What does a vibrant life look like for you? What would it look like for you to be healthy in the next season of your life? And if you notice five or six things, choose one. Start with one small decision and find two or three small steps that move you in that direction. And if you need some help, a community to help you grow in wisdom, join us. You can go to kellytibbets.com. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram. But you can join us at any time for group coaching every month on Zoom. And we'll hold space together to notice what we're thinking and feeling, to decide that what we want to do is important, even if it's not urgent. And we'll create the practices that get you the results you want. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining the Vibrant Life Podcast. I hope our time together has helped you learn a tool that will equip and encourage you to be healthy in this season and every season ahead. If you'd like to learn more about Coach Kelly Tibbetts, you can find me at kellytibbetts.com and also on Facebook and Instagram. Talk to you soon.